Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Greg, Jarrett, Rob, and Tyler. On today's podcast, we discuss the films that scarred our childhood. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. If you enjoy this episode, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Let's get started. Jarrett, I think this Hello. is the first time we've done a podcast. Oh, by the way, I think this is the... This is the first time we've done a podcast uh, with someone in Vegas. I mean, first time for everything. <laughs> first time. Which he's telling the hooker he's got everything. locked in the bathroom. Yeah, I was going to say, how does that work? Well, you just lock the door. What do you mean, how does it work? Just... Dude. Is Beth there with you? Oh. <laughs> you, you fucking asshole. Scandalous. <laughs> Very scandalous. Because, I mean, we could have had... A six-person podcast. If Beth is just right there, <laughs> wow. Sorry, Beth. Love you, Beth. Next time. All right. So this is going to be, as far as I know, as far as I can remember, uh, this is the first five-person podcast that is remote, not in person. So let's see how this goes. I hope we have some sort of uh, consistency and not just talk over each other. But we'll see. Tyler, buddy, how you doing? I'm great, thanks. Good to see all these faces. I was excited to see you, Jarrett and Greg, and Rob. For some reason, I overlooked his name, so it's, nice. a, it's a little bonus treat on a Monday night. He was a late addition, didn't make the uh, the text chain. He only was on... <laughs> I think Jarrett knew he was coming because we talked about it on the Pop Culture Pod, but I forgot to add him to the text chain, so it is what it is. He's a professional. He comes, comes prepared. Always prepared. For sure. Greg, how you doing? Yeah. I I always just say I'm surviving because, you know, it's busy. It's weird working at home, but uh, yeah. making it through, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, Rob, we know you're great because you're on vacation. <laughs> vacation, buddy. I'm doing great. <laughs> Very All right, so before we before we get into to the movies that, that scarred our childhood, how many of you people have Jaws on your list? He's raising just his one? hand. Sorry. <laughs> Only one person. <laughs> funny Excellent. podcast that he's raising his hand sorry greg it's sorry just, I, I thought everyone was going to chime in and i wanted like a thousand voices at once. <laughs> i assumed everybody was going to have jaws on the list no. rob it's did on you my not honorable nope. mention. okay it's on your honorable mention tyler yeah. rob did you not put it on the list because you assumed other people would have it on the list no i got far scarring more scarring movies on my list <laughs> <laughs> i'm good phantom menace phantom menace <laughs> Showgirls. Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith. Yep. Hey, it's my three. <laughs> Jarrett, does Crystal Skull make your list? Oh. <laughs> no, but should have. Uh, in retrospect, it probably should have. Yeah, I think I think it's it might a- have. It might be in my honorable mentions. Like I might put it in there right now. Like the only reason I'll keep it off the list is because if the new one comes out, I can't imagine it being better. <laughs> it can- yeah. I think the idea of this, though, is if you watched the last one and it bothered you that much, it would keep you from watching the new one, right? No. Nothing keeps me from watching anything. I watch fucking every piece of garbage that comes out. Nothing. (laughs) I can't think of a movie where I was like, I'm not watching that. I'm like, (laughs) of course I'll watch it. Like, what else am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) It's like a big thing that everyone watched. Like, I'll watch it just to see, like, how terrible it is at the very least. Incredibly low standards. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Tyler, when I said I wanted to do this topic, what was your reaction? I knew two of the movies off the top, um, and it <laughs> it scared me immediately. Just the thought of some of these movies <laughs> made me relive what scarred me as a child. So 
I don't really like talking about one of these movies. Uh, it doesn't keep me up at night anymore, but just the thought of it uh, is very unsettling. So I've sort of reluctantly agreed to this shit. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the that's the reaction I wanted to invoke. You I did? wanted to get a little PTSD because I think that if you can't instantly think of something that bothered you as a child, or even as an adult, right? We're going to open it yeah. up to, to movies as you're an adult. I think that what's the point of, of doing this? I think yeah. you instantly have to have like a visceral reaction. Greg, what about you? Did you did something instantly come to your mind? Oh yeah, two came right to the surface, like without me even having to think about it. And then as soon as I like thought about it for five more minutes, like there was fifteen other things that uh, showed up in the list. Okay, <laughs> so if I was to say, hey, let's do five, because I narrowed it down to three, because Jarrett and I talked about it, and we were both like, five might be too much, so let's do three, because I know he and I, I had some, but I really had a, a hard time, um, like thinking about what I was actually going to talk about, right? Like, there's more scenes than movie-specific for me. But I asked Jared, like, what do you think? We both agreed on three. But if I was to say five, Greg, you were like, I got five. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got five. I don't know if everyone else does. <laughs> what about you, Bobby? I got five easy. I had two right out of the gates. I had one in the middle of the night last night. <laughs> Cold sweats. <laughs> yeah. I had one of those, like, I had woken up, like, the boy woke up, and he was like farting around and it was just like shit I just so I'm like staring at the ceiling so I was like going through the day i.e. today I was like oh yeah I gotta come up with like more stuff and as I was like contemplating right there it kind of came to me so I think that one's got a little kind of golden asterisk next to it but yeah I easily have five so when they inevitably make the movie about 2020 which they will <laughs> is it gonna be on all of our lists oh yeah like are we all gonna have some some just again PTSD based on some fucking clown that makes a movie about covid in 2020 and all the all the craziness it's gonna happen right jared you know that scene at the end of schindler's list when they, wow. show, the, they show all the old people oh. you know they show all the old people all the old people who live through it like coming around like yeah man they're gonna make the 2020 movie in like 2060 and that's gonna be us we're gonna be thinking about 2020 for sure they're <laughs> like, gonna make fuck. like there's gonna be two genres that come out like our real winners from 2020 and it's gonna be romantic comedies there's gonna be some like covid romeo and juliet style shit that comes out guaranteed and there's gonna be some horror movies like yeah. guaranteed i mean we might be living in it right now there's a real possibility that like in a year the zombie apocalypse starts nice like i'm not ruling that out i thought about getting a gun the other day and i'm anti-gun and i was like do i need to buy a gun i don't know where we're going I mean, right a, now apparently we're, the next we're running out of change that's the next big apocalypse thing i, I, read, I, I read was about. hit with that the other day i went someplace i went to panera and they were like if you want to buy something Exact change or debit card. We got no wow. change for you. On top of that, they can't make me a fucking over easy egg. And I'm like, what is this about? <laughs> so whatever. It's the little things. Why is there no change? Right, wait, wait, wait. Why is there no change? That's it. So I, the, yeah, go ahead, the reason I, the, yeah, what I read was that uh, a large percentage of the population, they use their change as like their vacation fund. Oh. And mm. no one's going on no one is going on vacation, so no one's going to Coinstar. So apparently Coinstar <laughs> is offering you like for every hundred bucks in change, they'll give you a hundred and two dollars or something like that. I mean, this sounds like a good opportunity to make some money. Yeah, <laughs> where you get where you get the change? There's some guy hoarding change. It's just like my time has come. <laughs> I asked. So my wife and I had this conversation, and I asked her, and she thought because people are just hoarding money in general. Like I know that when this all started going on, like we went and grabbed like a good amount of money. Nobody knows where I live, so we're good. We grab money out, <laughs> put it in the safe. 
just in case. Like, you don't know what's going to happen, right? Everybody else is getting toilet paper and paper towels, and I'm grabbing cash money. So maybe that's why, like, people are just not using physical money. I have no idea. But the <laughs> Tyler, do you know anybody who keeps change for their vacation fund? We bought, I think, at least one of our plane tickets to Kauai for a March trip <laughs> with <laughs> coins. Okay. That we just got a full refund on. So, um, did you that, get it in that, coins? <laughs> I did not, sadly, no. And thankfully, you, actually. Can you imagine walking up to like Alaska Airlines with like four hundred dollars <laughs> worth of like change? And yeah. you're just like, trust me. It's all I used to do that as like a kid, right? My dad would put all of his change in like a bucket, and then I would, you know, when it got full, he's like, "Yeah, it's yours. Use it wherever you want." I used to buy like Jordans with it. Wow. Never a vacation though, Bobby. I got to imagine you guys have like a swear jar. No, we had a burping jar for a while, but we retired <laughs> yeah. that. But we have a we have a vacation fund that we like. Fuck. Same thing. It's like the big kind of like glass bottle. Everybody throws yep. change into it. Yeah. We were paying for the cruise from it. Jared, Jared, do you ever have cash? Like, I don't understand this. I don't ever have cash, so why would I have change? I have had, I acquired like maybe like a hundred bucks in cash from like selling something on Craigslist like six months ago, and I think I still have that hundred bucks in my wallet. Like, I yeah. haven't used it. Yeah, like I, I think I'm right around. I think I have like eighty bucks in the center console of my car from something. I don't. I think my wife gave me eighty bucks for something, and it's just like four twenties just sit there. I never use it. And known by me as taking cash right now, so it's like the hoarding <laughs> the hoarding cash plan ain't gonna work out because no one will even accept it. <laughs> Wait a minute, I know we're way off, like super duper off topic, but now I just have a question. You're in Vegas. What if you play the slots? Like, uh, don't the slots still kick out actual change or no? What, uh, what is this? The seventies? You can. What? Well, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, don't, the... I don't gamble, but isn't that the joy of it? Like you pull the handle, you win, and it's just like ching 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 ching. Like, no, that... it makes. The... They make the you, it's all, all like dollar bills and they give you like a voucher to cash in. Fuck um, out of here! But they when you win, they still make the cho- they have a computer make the change noise. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, no, no. This is too. This is like when Skynet becomes self-aware. This is making sound, making sound. No. All right, so let's go. We're just gonna go round robin alphabetical order. So Greg, that would be you first, buddy. All right. In no particular, you know, it doesn't have to be one. I just want to know. What is what is a movie that scarred your childhood? Well, the first one I had was the first one that came to my mind, and it's not a movie, it's a show. It was a little Nickelodeon show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> Seven-year-old Greg was <laughs> fucked up by that show. <laughs> There's still okay, two I, episodes that I can like still remember. I'm sure like my memory of them is all hazy and incorrect, but there was a pinball like a like kid gets stuck in the mall and the mall turns into like a pinball game and and then um and then one where a kid steals the nose off of an evil clown uh in a uh like fun house and then the the like ghost of the clown comes and attacks him like those two episodes this is on nickelodeon this was on nickelodeon (laughs) That seems aggressive. It was. Is it like is it like R.L. Stein type stuff? Because I remember I was deep into the R.L. Stein books. It, it was like of that same era. Like okay, they, I think when that was popular in books, this show came out. All right. I was also what is it? Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was, okay. Yeah. So it's it's of that like idea, right? Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody else watch that growing up? I didn't. Tyler. I'd seen I'd seen some of it, sure, yeah, but and it reminded me exactly of those Goosebumps books that I used to read. I read yeah. those more than I watched the show, and those books were pretty freaky at some point. Yeah, I remember in like sixth grade, those books scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All 
All right, Jarrett and Rob, I think you guys are a little bit older. Is that was that something that was scary to you guys? I didn't have cable, so we had HBO like exclusively <laughs> and like Channel Five. So, <laughs> so no Nickelodeon. No Nickelodeon for the Leonard House. <laughs> okay, Jared. <laughs> No, I, I didn't. My, uh, the things that scared me are way dumber than that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is Pink Flamingos on the list? <laughs> Pink Flamingos is art. Don't you shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> okay. So, Jarrett, what is something that scared, yep. scarred you as a child? Okay. Now, here, when I say dumber, here's what I'm talking about. And this is literally, when you brought up the topic, this was the movie that immediately popped in my head. It is the 1985 television movie version of Alice in Wonderland. Oh, <laughs> very niche. Yeah, nice. Very niche. I, don't so, even, I didn't even know this exists. <laughs> oh, it's it's terrible. Uh, so here, let me. T- here, let me so don't tell you about it. It was not the whole movie. It's just Alice in Wonderland. But I forget the story of it. But there's uh, there's something in it. I guess it was called the Jabberwocky, which I think is something that showed up. It's like a monster that shows up when she's afraid of shit. And when it went so eighty five, I was seven. I remember this was on. <laughs> we were watching this on like a Friday night. Me and my little sister, and I got. I was so terrified of this thing. I had to run out of the room. <laughs> And <laughs> she she is two years younger than me, and she's laughing at me. She's like, you fucking baby. She's five. <laughs> and the, the worst part is I just I just watched the scene on YouTube that I, like, I vividly remember, and it is the most low-rent, rubber-suit, garbage <laughs> special effects you've ever seen. Like, I think you can see the – I think the dude is literally wearing sneakers with, like, it's sub-Velocipastor special effects. <laughs> You shut your mouth. That's such a good movie. Don't talk. Don't talk ill of the Velocipaster. I'm not talking. I'm not talking. I'm talking Ill House in Wonderland. It's below the Velocipaster. I got Is this? On, you can find this on YouTube because now I got to go check this out because I have no idea it, what this is. Oh yeah, type in Alice in, Alice in Wonderland 1985 Jabberwocky scenes and like there's a compilation of all. Of isn't them. that? Isn't that like a dancing group? Isn't that like a group was, of dudes I who was wear masks? I was a Jabberwockies group recently. I forget what show that was, but they were pretty good. And was, this is this is where they got that name from. So now you know. Okay. Yeah, I have no. You, you're going super obscure, but I'm. I like that this topic invoked that like fear into you. E immediately, without without hesitation. All right, Bobby, what do you got? All right, so my initial. This was like the. Knee jerk, this is the movie that fucked me up. Um, so the movie came out in 1981, so I was four. So it's it's unfair to say that my parents showed it to me when I was four, but shit, it was pretty close. So if I wasn't four, it's anywhere between four and six. It is an American werewolf in London. Ooh. Jesus Christ, why would you watch that at four years <laughs> because old? Because my parents were fucking crazy. So like, all... so they didn't have cable, but they let you fucking watch that shit? So what What would happen was my, my parents got, because they didn't pay for cable, they paid for uh, movie rentals. So they would get whatever like the current movie rental was, and they would come in. And again, I've said this in the past. My parents' philosophy was, you can sit down and watch this movie with us, but like, if you're going to have a nightmare, like, don't let us know about it. So, like, not only were I watching all this fucked up stuff, so the list is pretty deep. It's, like, there was no comfort whatsoever. They're like, but that's what you get for watching it. And, like, idiot me, I kept watching them. So, American Wolf from London fucked me up. And if you've never, I assume everyone's seen this movie, right? 
Okay. Yeah, man. So it's a mixture yeah. of, you know, you can easily go to the um, the werewolf kind of like changing scene and like it eating people and like that's fine. That's everybody else. The scene that like fucked me up is there's a scene, it's a dream sequence when um, oh, yeah. David, you know, the David is the American werewolf in London, um, is lying in the hospital. Um, he is not really in a hospital, but he's laying in a hospital bed. It's in the middle of the woods. The nurse kind of comes at him. And the next scene that cuts to it, he's got like this like pale gray blue face, yellow eyes, and like freaking ridiculous fangs. And just the timing of it, the noise of it, the whole thing fucked me up for life. So like there's that. That's one. And I'll just get this other one out quick. There's another scene. Again, it's like a nightmare flashback that he had that he is sitting in his like dining room, like working on homework. And like his parents are there and like his little sister is there and there's a knock at the door. And these fucking lunatics that show up, one of them looks like Darth Vader, comes in and like murders everybody with like a machine gun and like someone chops his like head off. It's it's insane. And again, anywhere between four and six, little Bobby Leonard is watching this stuff. So that is, in my opinion, the one that jumped out. <laughs> Your parents are maniacs. Tell me like, about why? it. <laughs> and my my dad did similar things, but I think I was more like ten, not four. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's any better. But he would I would say, hey, I want to go see the new Nightmare on Elm Street. And he's like, if we go, you have to watch the whole thing. <laughs> like you can't leave. And he's bringing me to see it in the theater, and I'm fucking terrified. Yes, yes. That's a philosophy though. That's that's good. I, I like that. If you if you sign up for it, yep. don't complain about it. Nope. Yeah, but you expect a four year old to be able to understand that? I was just excited like to watch a movie. Reward. <laughs> Yeah, the risk reward is not like I don't think Bobby Leonard is really processing that at that point. No, what am I All watching right, Tyler, on Channel Five? Sorry, <laughs> uh, my number one and the scariest movie of all time to me is Poltergeist, which oh, not unlike Bobby Leonard, of a bitch. Yep. Yeah, my bad. But anyway, just much like Bobby Leonard here, I was three years old. We had HBO, we had two working parents, and my two older brothers, we were just trying to fill the days, fill, fill the hours in a day. And we watched this on numerous occasions. So I got, I became pretty intimately familiar with this movie, and it's not just one scene that fucked me up, it's all of it, from the, everybody knows they're here, to the skeleton swimming in the pool, and Car- Carol, is it Carol? Carolyn? Caroline. Caroline, yeah. Caroline. Caroline. I've driven it from my memory, thankfully, for the most part. But <laughs> her getting sucked into the TV, it's just, it's horrifying. And whenever I saw snow on the TV, the oh, little black and white God. fuzz, yes. it just <laughs> terrified me, sprinting out of the room. And okay. uh, my brother Ben bought me this, the DVD of Poltergeist in like 2013 as a prank. And I grabbed the the the, the case and just opened my back door and flung it like a frisbee <laughs> into the desert and i don't know if it's still there but i don't i don't fuck with this movie at all it's it's too much all right so tyler this is on my list mm-hmm. is it i got a couple questions for you because i have a lot of the same reaction i don't remember how old i was when i saw this i was young did it make you afraid of children as well as a child like i blonde, was afraid of kids blonde haired girls yeah. for a long time like it, it's it's fucked me up. Yeah, I didn't like blonde-haired little girls. Okay, do you also have an irrational fear that your sandwiches may have maggots in them? Oh, that's the worst! <laughs> oh, that's I can't bad. watch it, dude. 
I can't. I've watched the movie more recently because um, it's a great. It's so good. Yeah. Oh. I, I can't. I, I have to skip the maggot scene every single <laughs> that, time. I can't do maybe it. Maybe that's maybe that's why I have such trouble with Lost Boys and the scene where they're eating the Chinese food and the maggots oh. are rising through the noodles. Yeah, noodles maybe or that, maggots. It turns. Out, yeah. I, I guess I've um, forgotten about the poltergeist scene of maggots. And then there's the obviously the scene with all the the little boy with the tree and all the fucking clowns in his room. Nah, man. Jesus. <laughs> and then the, every like so many people have died in that movie. Like actual people yeah. died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was all the right. older sister in that, so that one. Was on, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then the little girl has died, right? Yep. 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 And then didn't the older man die too? The one who was like, a, wasn't he a Native American man? I thought. Oh died yeah, as that well. dude did die. Oh. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. There's been like four or five people who've died. Oh yeah, and like production level people too, besides just like the yeah. actors. But there's and a- the story is is because those are real bones, right? Yeah. So Joe Beth Williams says when they threw her in that like fake pool. The skeletons that came up were actual, like, skeletons. It was cheaper to find actual skeletons than to, like, find manufactured ones. So that's why they asked. Oh, what the fuck? Nobody <laughs> ever. <Yeah. laughs> like, are they grave diggers? Where the fuck are you fucking got me. bones? <clears throat> but oh, the, the director you, of it, Tyler. the director, Toby Hopper, directed Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So you're not dealing with, like, a full deck to scary. begin with. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, I, but... Somehow... Somehow Poltergeist also scares me because somehow in my little brain, even as an adult, I think that could actually happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think Leatherface could happen. But it did happen, didn't it? Because I feel like I'm too... Uh, there's a bu- Leatherface, Hannibal Lecter, there's a bunch of like people who are supposed to have inspired that story. But I feel like I'm smart enough to get away from him. You can't fuck around with the supernatural, bro. Right. No. Right. I can't I can't run away from a ghost. <laughs> the other fucked up scene that happened in that movie was when the guy, right after the maggot scene, the one guy goes into the bathroom and he's like looking at his face and he's got like a little pimple or something. He's just oh, like God. picking at it and uh, like a uh, chunk uh, falls um, off and then he just starts any, ripping it all off. Oh. Any any movie that has, like there was the new um, Guillermo del Toro movie. I, th- I think it was Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, the new one that just came out like last year. In the trailer, the girl has like something that's trying to come out of a bump on her face uh, mm-hmm. and she's like pulling anything like that, I'm out. Yep. I'm out. Like, I'm not even going to watch your movie. Yeah. Yep. 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 That right. scene does not hold up, so, by the way. I mean, <laughs> it's, again, that movie is still great. It's been a while since I've actually, like, I, it's hard for me to watch it from start to finish. Tyler, you want to watch it this Sunday for the uh, TMG movie night? Never. I will never watch even a, a <laughs> clip from that movie as long as I live. <laughs> the, 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 the lady who is, was she a dwarf? I don't know what she, but she was also terrifying. Yeah, she was a, an original oh, munchkin. The, Right, and she's not supposed yeah. to be scary, but she was fucking scary. Yeah. Caroline. Right, so my, yeah, my first, <laughs> Jesus Christ, my first movie is a, a made-for-TV movie, and it is something that I know some people say does not hold up. I still think it holds up, and it's it. Mm. Um, specifically, I mean, clowns obviously are scary for a lot of people. I don't really have a phobia of clowns per se, but this movie fucked me up. The scene specifically that messed me up is the shower scene where he comes out of the shower comes out of the drain uh. right the little boy's taking a shower after physical education after pe open the pennywise opens the drain comes up but he's just got like the jagged teeth and mm. tim curry's like his portrayal of that character. it just fucked me up it made me look into shower drains <laughs> and worry that something was going to come up maybe not a clown but something spider snake alligator i don't know something 
So that movie and that scene specifically gave me like issues with taking a shower for years, years that, and years. That that's that's on my honorable mention list. It's so fucking scary. Lots, just lots of different elements. It's another one I haven't seen since then. When did mm-hmm. it come out? Ninety. Ninety. Okay, so I'm nine, and it's it just hor- it horrified me. I remember my mom, who was a big, I think I've mentioned it before, big Stephen King fan, and she used to let me read the Stephen King books. <laughs> and I, I read, like, Jurassic Park at, like, 11. Yeah. Uh, I remember reading, like, Needful Things. I remember reading It very young. Anyways, I remember they were watching it on TV, which, how is this, how is that movie on TV? <laughs> right. I don't know. I remember, like, crawling into the room, like, army crawling. I, they had <laughs> to have seen me. And I just sat, like, laying down next to the recliner, because they had, like, the Lazy Boy recliner watching it. And then I was just like, why would anybody, like, Tyler, Indy is, what, seven? Yep. He's not that far from 10. Would you let him watch this at 10? No. Fuck no. <laughs> I wouldn't let myself watch it at 40. So I, I enjoy it. Like, I'll go back and watch it now. But as a child, it, it did a number on me. Yep. All right, Greg, what do you got? All right, the next one I have is, uh, I mean, the overall, sh- it's another show. The overall show didn't scare me, but... The first season at that age when I started watching it, it was like a weird balance between being scared of my mind and loving it, which is the X-Files. So (laughs) when X-Files first came Uh, out, I was 10 years old. And some of those episodes from season one, like I still remember being scared of them. Um, yeah, like the uh, which because like in the beginning, it was much more kind of like, you know, every episode was a very specific type of, you know, monster or whatever before, yeah. like it kind of got more into the story as it went on. Um, and it, the episode that always comes to my mind first is the episode where there's loggers out in the uh, remote forest and then they like unearth oh, yeah. that insect that lives in the shadows and comes at you and their generators run out of juice and in the yeah. cabin. Yeah, they glow like orange or, or green or something. Exactly. And I still remember, like, I have no idea what time this show came on during the during the night, probably 9 o'clock, but, like, for 10-year-old me, it felt like midnight. And I would go up to my room to sleep afterwards. I just remember <laughs> being in there, like, I'm not turning off the lights tonight. <laughs> X-Files was on Friday nights at, like, 9 or 10. Yeah. They had, like, the cursed time slot. Yeah. Did anybody else, I know Rob has not, Jarrett or Tyler, did you guys watch X-Files? Episodes uh, yeah. here and there. Jared, yeah, not. I haven't seen every single one all the way through, but I've seen more, more than half of it at the very least. Okay, so there is an episode, and it's on my honorable mentions, but we'll just talk about it now. Called Home, which is season four, and it was the episode that once Fox aired it, they were not allowed to air it again. It didn't air for like another ten or twelve years. <laughs> and essentially, what it, it's about is, I'll give you the quick synopsis if you haven't seen it. Um, Mulder and Scully, like some some kids are playing baseball. It's in like a, a, a rural like farm area. Some kids are playing baseball and they unearth a newborn baby that's buried. And Jesus they call Christ. in the Mulder and Scully for it. And what ends up happening is I can't remember I think the the, the family's name are like the Peacocks or something like that. It's a family that all they do is they just have sex with each other. And they inbreed, inbreed, inbreed. Mm. And at the very end, so there's a, a scene where, like, the cops find out, one of the brothers go, and they're, like, massive men, and they beat one of the guys to death, the cops to death in his house. At the end of the movie, or end of the sh- uh, episode, Mulder and Scully, they're looking for the mom, right? Because it's just three guys, and they can never find out, like, how are they, who's given birth? Mom has no arms, no legs, and is tied under the bed. 
Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And they're just fucking their mom. <laughs> My God. And this is how they're reproducing. <sighs> this is on network TV. This It's a rough episode. This is it's super good. But when they pull the mom out and you see, I don't know if Greg is laughing. I don't know if he's seen this I or not. I remember it, yeah. When you see what she looks like, it's nightmare fuel, dude. <laughs> I can, no, I can I can envision it in my mind. Right What's the now. episode called? Home. Home, season four. I think it's like the third or fourth episode. Yeah, no, this wait. is my favorite show of all time. So I'm like deep into the. I know all the X Files episodes. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't the programming? It was Simpsons, then King of the Hill, then X Files <laughs> on right after it. Well, X Files for I think like two or three years was on Friday. They okay. didn't expect X-Files to do well, so I don't know. I don't remember when they got moved to Sundays, but yeah, at some point they were on Sundays. I don't know if King of the Hill was on yet, but Simpsons were certainly on. <laughs> Rob, are you looking it up? Right I now? am, but I'm horrified. <laughs> are you looking at what the... Did you Google what the mom looks like from no, home? No, I just typed in X-Files home, and this bitch came up. It's insane. <laughs> dude, network TV, Rob. Jesus. Like 94, dude. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to put it on the Discord so you guys can all see after we're done. Jarrett, what do you got? Oh, for my number two in no particular order, uh, I got I got RoboCop. So uh, When the guy's melting so and they drive through him. It's, it is 1987, and it's a lazy Saturday. And my, <laughs> my father takes me and my younger sister to see a uh, m- fun movie about a silly robot cop. <laughs> and... <laughs> There's nothing silly about that movie. <laughs> and we proceed to watch uh, Murphy get his limbs blown off, uh, the dude melting, get hit by the car. And wait, the, here's the here's the best part: the scene where um, I haven't watched it in a while, but there's he breaks into a house and there's like a drug dealer with two prostitutes like doing drugs, and like uh, <laughs> RoboCop shoots his knees out, and the guy's like begging for his life. Oh shit! And he was. So I asked my dad, Dad, what is that stuff on the table? And without he doesn't he doesn't try to candy it out. He just goes, Oh, that's cocaine. How old are you? I'm nine. I am nine. That's nose candy. It's nose candy, son. No, not even that. He just oh that's cocaine. You don't know what cocaine is? You're nine. It's nineteen eighty seven. I forgot until this second that Murphy got all four limbs blown off by the dude from fucking that seventies show. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Clarence Bodiger. That would that would be him. How did that movie get made? I remember it being really good, though. I haven't seen it in so long. He's awesome. And I saw it. it I saw maybe like five. It is. Very, it is very good, but also like, oh god, the scene in the boardroom where they are like, oh, here's our new uh, like security cop, and he like destroys that dude in the boardroom because he malfunctions. Dude, yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't remember. Any oh, of this that stuff. scene is so amazing long. because like the robot is like starting to freak out. And instead of them helping this guy, all they do is keep pushing him away so they don't get shot by him. Oh, it's amazing. I vividly remember the guy like melting yeah. and the yeah. car drives through him and it's just like soup yep. Sunday. It's, 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 like it's like he had a pus uh, balloon. It's like ridiculous. All right, Rob. That movie's amazing. <laughs> I'm worried to ask. Yeah. Like I'm, so I'm starting to this one I'm starting to regret doing no, this. No, stop it. So this one <laughs> I absolutely saw in the theater, 100%. Came out in 1986. So I was at best nine, probably eight. But David Cronenberg's The Fly with Jeff Goldblum. No, dude. So that movie. Brindle Fly? What's that? (laughs) What's it? Brindle? Brindle Fly. 
Brundle Brundle fly. Fly. <laughs> Seth Brundle. <laughs> and that movie fucked nah. me up, obviously. Uh-uh. So, uh-uh. It, it, I mean, you could range everything from, like, I'll give you, like, the specific scenes. So there's the uh, orangutan that gets, like, turned inside out because he goes through the pods and it doesn't put him back together again. There is the actual Brundle fly as he's, like, turning into the fly and, like, pieces of his face keep falling off. But the scene that just horrifies me to this day and it makes it hard to watch over the top is Jeff Goldblum is, like, arm wrestling some, like, heavyset do for the affection oh, of the lady. yeah, yeah, yeah. And as yeah. he's doing it, his super fly powers, like, gives the other guy, like, a compound fracture and you actually see the bone yeah. come out of the skin. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that whole movie, you know, not even talking about her giving birth to, like, a maggot, that whole movie <laughs> screwed me all up. So, again. As a as a rule of thumb, I don't watch Cronenberg shit very much. Oh, oh. Yeah. You know this you know Fly is one of Damien's favorite movies. Is it really? Really? And he has asked me multiple times to do long form discussion on the fly. That's a tough and one. every year he gets the veto. It ain't happening. <laughs> it's not happening. I don't I don't I don't like to pull rank, but I pull I'm pulling rank on that. It's not happening. It's not coming on this podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying. It's horrible. I didn't even think of that until until you just mentioned it and I, I I'm upset. I can't with you. get it out of my <laughs> head. That's the one that came up in the middle of the night last night. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I think I pushed it from my mind. I don't think yeah. about that movie. Oh, and then there's the scene that he pukes on everything. So, like, he's, yes. like, puking yeah. and melting the dude's freaking hand, and that was going to, like, melt his neck. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's too much. I, I too don't much. think I've thought about the compound fracture in 20 oh years. Oh, my God. So, thank You're you. <laughs> sharing my agony nah, with man. you. Yeah, this is what I deal They're with. They're going to remake. A... When are they going to remake that movie? I don't know. I don't know. Fly 2 is also never. pretty fucked up with um, Eric Stoltz. Nah, never seen yeah. it. Eric but, Stoltz. Yeah, Eric Stoltz and then Princess Vespa from Spaceballs. But it's not <laughs> nearly as like grotesque. It's like very okay. It's very B-movie level. But has anybody ever been more likely to turn into a fly than Jeff oh, Goldblum? No, like that motherfucker just looks like he's going <laughs> to turn into a fly. Like now. He's way more mellow now than he was then. But back then, yes. Yikes. But he looks like a fly. Oh, yeah. All right, Tyler. Shout out to Princess Vespa. <laughs> <laughs> what a treasure. What's her name? Daphne Zuniga? Zuniga. Yeah. Zuniga. Yeah. All right, like go ahead, Ty. My second if one. Pick, if you what? pick another one off my list right now, you motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do, man. You invited me on this thing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to no. wish I hadn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, my number two is Stand By Me, Oh. which is a phenomenal movie. Yep. But the sight of Ray Brower this what 10 year old kid dead after being hit by a fucking train was so frightening and it's the it's the type of frightening that i think was the most real to me of any movie scary movie i saw as a kid just because it's i mean it's he looks more convincing as a dead person than what i ever remember seeing uh in a movie maybe ever at least certainly as a kid and it's the build-up of this great great story of these kids who were on this mission to find this body that nobody can find and the buildup. And when you finally, when they finally lift the branches off of his body and you see him eyes open, gashes on his face, completely lifeless. It fucked me up. It shook me to my core. And I've seen it. I I watched it many times as a kid, probably 10 times. It's, it's really, really good, but I haven't watched it in a while. And I'm sure that when I do again, 
it's it'll scare the shit out of me just to see him then too. It's funny that you mentioned that because I thought you were going with Lardass. Oh, and that scene gets fast forwarded every time. I can't watch someone projectile vomit <laughs> and then makes everybody else projectile vomit. I've never had a problem with the dead body yeah. in that movie, but the projectile vomiting gets fast forwarded every single time. That I I mean. <laughs> That that didn't bother me as a kid. What other, the other scene that bothered me is the leeches when they're wading through the, the oh, pond yeah. or whatever, mm. and there's leeches all over the place. That fucked me up too. Doesn't Wheaton have one on his dick? Yes. <laughs> Not good. No. All right. So I thought you were going with my number two choice here, and it's 1990s witches. Oh. Ah. As a child, watching Angelica Houston peel off her face. <laughs> to in what looked like the most real thing I've ever seen and still to this day it felt like it was real it might still be real like that might be Jim Henson's greatest achievement in any movie ever I know on the Ninja Turtles podcast we said how great that was but again Angelica Houston peeling off her face in what felt like slow motion revealing like this crazy looking witch which I think everybody thought that's what like a witch looked like when they were younger for sure big nose warts like these extreme features it scared the shit out of me, and it still bothers me. When I was lo- doing this list, I went to look it up, and I found like still pictures of it. It Ugh. still bothers me. Like I'm, I'm good. It's on Netflix again now, right now. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's a great Ronald Dahl movie. Ronald Dahl, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but it's it's fantastic. It's a great book. Uh, but it, I don't know, man. It still it feels like real still. Like it looks great to me, and it scared the shit out of me as a child. I know Tyler, you and I have talked about it I, multiple I, times. I know it scared me and that and her face was horrifying, but I I didn't ever think of it as it never stopped me from watching where some of these other movies I was hesitant to watch, but Ashley when I was t- thinking of these movies, that was the first one she thought of. Yeah. The, the, the it's, scariest movie, so. It's the cringe-worthy factor where it felt yeah. like someone was really peeling the skin off their face. <laughs> For sure. And it it's not so much the face after, because the face after is scary as a child, but it was the act of like <laughs> peeling off her face. Yeah. And then everybody else does it too. It's it's fucked up. Yeah. All right, Greg, what do you got? Next one on my list is is a movie, uh, 1985, Return to Oz. <laughs> With that movie, like coming off of like Oz, which is, you know, enjoyable. And then watching this movie, I've only ever watched it once. And so I can't even remember everything about the movie. I remember the dude with the wheels that are like, you know, racing around everywhere. But like that movie like messed me up. (laughs) I never saw it. I haven't seen it. Oh, that movie's fucked up. How do you feel about about The Wiz? (laughs) The Wiz? I didn't see Wiz until I was older. Okay, I'm just curious. Didn't they come out like right around each other? I thought. Yeah, I think so. But you know, Diana Ross okay. versus like, Faruga. What the heck? What the heck is that kid's name? She was in the craft. The the, uh, the kind of whacked out. What is it? Faruza Balk. Yeah, Faruza Balk <laughs> plays like little Dorothy, and even like at like whatever she was like nine or ten, she was like fucked up to begin with. That whole movie is very screwed up. Why do I feel like Jarrett has a major crush on her? <laughs> oh, for Oh, I completely did. In the 90s. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we were all going for Nev Campbell. It. You were going for her. I knew oh, yeah. it. Yeah, I've never seen it. I'm gonna have to like just the overall story made you uncomfortable, Greg. It, like, it was like the effects, it was, the look of it. Everything that was weird about Wizard of 
of Oz dialed up to a 10 with like no redeeming value to it. Like it's not happy. No. You're saying there's like It's okay. like dark from start to finish. Yeah, cuz I mean Wizard of Oz as a child is not is kind of a scary movie too. Yeah, it gets like it has like monkeys. little moments but then it's also so bright and colorful that I feel like you know, you have yeah. that. This is just like dark the whole movie, at least from what I remember. <laughs> yeah, I think in Wizard of Oz specifically the flying monkeys are terrifying. Yeah. Yes. This is like a movie as of a only flying monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It is like the Sorry, right, Jared, what do you got? Oh. I give no, my two cents of like Return to Oz because I've seen it relatively recently. It looks like the setting of like Chernobyl. Everything is very like gray <laughs> and exploded and like a horror show. And what Greg just said about like the guys in the wheelers, it's like it's guys on like rollerblades, but they have um they're like on That's six stew. So they're kind of on all fours and they're just kind of like skating like that, but their faces are all fucked up. But it's I, I think the the main bad like lady, I think she's a wicked witch of like one of the directions. And like she has she like changes her head. <laughs> so she takes her fucking head off, puts it like on the shelf in a curio, and like changes her head and puts a new one on. The whole thing is screwed up. All my nightmares are flooding okay. back now. Yeah, yeah, there they are. We we had this we had this conversation in an old podcast, Rob, where you kept saying Chernobyl. Is it not Chernobyl? I don't know. I pronounce everything stupid. So what I say, Chernobyl. <laughs> sure, I said sure. Sh- sh- but what? Like Shinobi, Chernobyl. Yeah, right. Samsonite. Shish kebab. It, yeah, sure. it's it's Shawshank sure. Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when are we doing Ace Ventura? <laughs> Dude, on an anniversary, like when it's going to have its anniversary, it's got to be coming up. Sorry. <laughs> Jared. Okay, so, gentlemen, it is time to talk about the human centipede. Oh, man. Fuck. Why? Out. Yeah, so- why? <laughs> what do you mean why can you think can you not figure out why uh, <laughs> why is this yeah, a disturbing no, movie yeah no it's t- yeah i yeah go ahead go ahead <laughs> how many people have seen it have has everyone seen I've it, seen it. Has anyone, yeah, has I've everyone seen humans oh, okay, didn't it. See it? okay no thanks Quick. you're good i'm good what about human centipede 2 have you seen that <laughs> no i stopped at one or three no one <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Human Centipede is the story of the just a happy-go-lucky German crazy doctor <laughs> who kidnaps three people and sews them all together as the mouth. <laughs> yep. The end. Okay, yep. Next? That's all you need, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is the plot. Okay, let me ask you a question. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Were you ups- Were you scarred by the visuals? The idea of it or thinking that was something that could happen to you? I was scarred by the scene where it happens, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the poop scene? Yeah. The poop yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> and just the fact that, that like the girl like the girl can't talk, obviously, and the guy in the front is just speaking Japanese. <laughs> I don't know why that made it so much worse. <laughs> 
I'm offended that this movie ever had to get made. Yes. <laughs> it had to get made. What was it like contractual obligations? <laughs> well, I mean, made? someone made it, and then they then made a, what additional two? They made two more. Yes. Like, uh, didn't we get enough in one? No. No, there were the centipede was so much longer in two. Like, come on, you can three people? That's barely a centipede. I hate you so much. I was gonna bring it up at the beginning, like, is someone gonna bring this up? Because I thought that that was the elephant in the room, but I thought like, nah, we're, that's the we're classier that's the than slam that. dunks. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, you may be classier than that, I'm not. The All other right. movie in this category that is just wondering why anybody ever made it is and I hope nobody has it on their list, but it's Teeth. Did anyone see Teeth? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Teeth is better. Uh, teeth, teeth is better. Is better. Yeah, it's, Teeth is better, let's be honest, but it's not more disturbing. No. <laughs> Visually, no, but thinking it could actually happen, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you think this is... Wait, hang on, hang on. In terms of things that you think could happen, you think Teeth is more likely than Human Centipede? Yes. No, it's not. It's the wow. other way around. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, All right. Rob? Yeah. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I think Human Centipede's the Fuck. winner, but let's see if we can <laughs> at least get second place. So, um, again, getting movies from the, the, the local video store. Um, sometimes they got the little kind of like more of the B-listing movie. So that's where this movie <laughs> is coming in. So, um, 1986 brought us the movie From Beyond, which is an H.P. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft um, storyline. And this is a very, very uh, B-level movie. So, I'll give you the basic premise. So, there is... So, 1986, I'm nine. I guarantee you I was nine when I saw it. <laughs> so, the story is about a scientist who is, like, sex-crazed. And he is building this machine in his attic that hits a certain frequency of the brain. And based on that frequency, you are able to see into another dimension because it activates a third eye that you have in your brain. So what happens is as soon as you are aware of like these things that are just kind of around you in this extra dimension, they are aware of you and they start like attacking you. So what happens is, you know, this guy kind of does this. He kind of wakes the things up. Um, they eat the the scientists. He gets sucked into this extra dimension. And, like, it's very much like a poltergeist story. Like, all of a sudden, like, the house is, like, condemned and all screwed up and whatever. But his um, his buddy little scientist guy is still interested in kind of, like, continuing his research. And then we get some, like, you know, like, hothead reporter who wants to kind of know what's going on in that house. And then some guy that's like a cop, but he's also like a bodyguard and he's like a badass. So they go back, they turn on the machine, and it turns out now this guy is like a leader of that dimension. But the difference (laughs) now is that he's got like a third eye coming out of his head. So it kind of does one of these Mm -hmm. things. And the whole premise is once you have like this, you see in this different frequency. And the only thing you want to do is suck people's brains out of their eye sockets. So what happens is they kind of like they get the younger scientist guy. Now, all of a sudden, they like this like thing starts eating him. But while in the process of eating him, they activate this thing, send it to the hospital. And then he goes on a killing spree of sucking people's brains through their eye sockets. So needless to say, what is in its amazing movie. (laughs) And I don't think you can actually rent it anywhere. You can YouTube it. 
So like the I probably about a year ago I watched this and it's like in a ten point uh, ten part YouTube series. So if you're ever looking for like a B list horror movie, like just fucked up movie, hmm. From Beyond is it. But I got to tell you, between like the sex and the sucking of brains and the extra eyeballs, the whole thing's all fucked up. Yeah, I'm good. So there's my pitch on From Beyond. Did. Did the guy have a penis? No, more or less what it was. It's like me doing this. Like, so more or less for the people who are listening, obviously you're listening. It's a fucking podcast. So what I'm doing is I'm taking my index finger. I'm putting it in between my eyes, and I'm just kind of wiggling my index finger. And that is precisely what comes out of his head. So I guess you could say it's got a penis. penis. (laughs) But that's his third eye. I've never even heard of that, man. So no one's ever heard of it. I mean, like the name. No, I've never heard of it. Jared, Jared? you ever heard of it? I I have not. No. Well, there's my glowing recommendation no, but of it, From Beyond. <laughs> sounds sounds not good. <laughs> like, I, don't think I mean, I it's a it lot. So. You guys make right, me Tyler. feel uncomfortable. <laughs> no, that shit made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been uncomfortable since we started this podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely, definitely the least enjoyable one I've been a part of. Sorry. <laughs> 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 not your fault you guys are doing a bang up job i I appreciate it but (laughs) the uh the scariest movie i've seen post childhood is in dreams anybody seen in dreams no no came out 1999 with annette benning as the the lead and it also has robert downey jr and aiden quinn so Mm -hmm. basically annette benning has these visions of a young uh, girl being murdered and then her daughter turns up dead at the bottom of a lake and she's has all these more, more and more visions and she's thrown into a mental institution breaks out and finds she's having more visions of Robert Downey Jr. as a serial killer who's been killing a variety of young girls in this town. And um, she breaks out, goes and finds him with, with this other young girl who he's about to kill. And uh, just a super freaky fucking premise. And, and a, a lot of critics actually said the storyline was not good. The plot was lacking in a lot of ways, but I've never cared really how a plot works for scary movies. And, uh, it was just super intense, very scary. And I think this is what turned me off to horror movies for the most part. I At this point, I we went through the 80s with so many great ones like the Nightmare on Elm Street and the, the Jason series. At this point, I probably had just said, you know, the act of watching a scary movie is more fun than the actual movie. And once I watched this and Blair Witch that came out later that year, I pretty much said, nah, I'm, I'm good. So... <laughs> One of the last true scary movie experiences that I've had, and it was really fucking scary. That sounds scary. Yeah. That's horrifying. But I haven't, yeah, I haven't even heard of that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, like, I want to talk about it, but I have no idea what that is. It doesn't good. sound fun. I'm good not talking about it. <laughs> but these are the good ones. These are the ones that like we have to actively go find out because like nobody what it knows yeah. what it is, so it's got to be all screwed up. True, yeah. So I... My list, I mean, we could go. Do you guys want to go another round? Because I have plenty. We can go another round if everybody has another one. If not, we can stop here. Yeah, we can go another. Or we can talk about, you know, okay. Yeah. So I had one that I don't know that anybody has watched, and it's called The First Power. Huh. And it's a Lou Diamond Phillips movie huh. where he's a cop, and he works with a uh, a psychic. And I think it came out in, like, 89, 90-ish. And the guy, they're trying to catch, like, a demonic serial killer. And this dude, like a 10-year-old Anthony, is terrified of this movie, like to the point where I've never watched it again. I just, it had such a lasting impression. The guy's like, 
serial killer, but he's also into like demons and uh, into satanic type stuff. And he's, you know, killing these people in such a way that it just, it felt like, again, this was really going to happen. It felt like this dude was going to come to my door, like put me under some spell, like carve me up wearing like a pig hat. I don't know. Terrifying first power. I don't know how else to explain it. Check it out. It's probably not great. It has a 5.7 on IMDb. It's got to be good. 1990 terrified me again because it felt like something that was going to happen i was worried this dude was in my house every day and it's uh the guy is is jeff cober who played the serial killer he's on like he's in walking dead now he was on like sons of anarchy you look at his face you would know who he is he's been in a bunch of stuff terrifying lou demon phillips this is like peak lou demon phillips time yes oh wow yeah right after young guns terrifying damn it had another movie that I felt that same way about was Stigmata. Oh, that movie's oh, yeah. pretty cool. If anybody yeah. ever watched that, which also scared the shit out of me, but that movie came out in like 98. Yeah. <laughs> Rosanna Arquette, right? Rosanna Arquette. Uh, Patricia. Yes, Rosa- I was, I was say- no, it was Rosanna, I think. I don't which think it was Patricia. One? Oh, no, no, you're right. No, it was it's Patricia. Patricia. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Ew. Okay, so let's just let's go another round. I think everybody has enough mm-hmm. to do it again. Greg? All right, so... Another one I was thinking about when back at like base childhood was there was a, like these kind of like off-brand Disney-esque movies that were coming out, and only in the research for this did I realize that all those movies were directed by the same guy. So I'm just gonna clump in all the movies that this guy directed. So his name is Don Bluth. He did hmm. Secret of Nim, uh, oh, American Tale, and All Dogs Go to Heaven. And those movies huh. like they weren't necessarily like. I guess there were darker versions of like Disney movies, but yeah. like in that era, those movies messed me up. <laughs> Are those Disney movies though? No, no they're, they're not Blue Disney. Movies. I say yeah. they're like off-brand okay. yeah, Disney. Yeah. I mean, like I was say they were like Warner Brothers or something, right? He, I actually like I got a little deep into research on this guy. <laughs> he actually had his own animation studio for a while. Eventually, got bought out by one of the major ones post eighties. But because I remember American American Tale, Fievel, I yeah. was deep into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, super but, deep. All Dogs Go to Heaven fucked me yeah. up. And Don Bluth worked for, for Disney for a while, and then, like, yeah, there was he some did, sort of, like, issue with them, right? He did, like, a bunch of 60s and 70s Disney movies. Gotcha. Tyler, what's that banger of a, of a song that's in a American Tale? Somewhere <laughs> out there. <laughs> Rob knows. I know Rob knows this song. Yeah. You want me to sing the whole thing? <laughs> Who sang that? The or it's Linda it's Ronstadt and um, yeah. I want to say Piebo Bryson, but it can't be him. Wait, what was that? Did you have a stroke? Piebo. Piebo. Shut up. Piebo. Yes, that one. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> no, it was James, James Ingram. Is oh, was. there you go. James Ingram. I remember that movie being super good, but I haven't seen it in a long time. It's pretty, yeah. I mean, it's it's intense for a kid's movie, and Secret of Nim too. I loved that movie as a kid. Yeah. I don't I don't think I was ever scared of it, but there were parts of American Tale that made me uh, a little bit jumpy. What has there ever been like an animated Disney movie you were afraid of, Tyler? Nope, I, not that I can think of. Yeah, I don't think I can't think of anything that made me like uncomfortable either. I mean, I probably should have been uncomfortable with all the murder in uh, Lion King. But, uh, <laughs> like Sleeping Pinocchio. Beauty has like certain scenes that are all kind of Ooh. fucked up. And then Fantasia Pinocchio. has that Pinocchio. whole. Oh, yeah. Pinocchio is all fucked up, too. 
I know that, uh, you know, like, I love Willy Wonka, and Willy Wonka is definitely not an animated movie, but, like, the tunnel scene, I think, fucking bothered a lot of people in that in yeah. that movie. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah. you watch it, at some point, they show, like, a chicken getting his head cut off, <laughs> and, like, worms going over something. Like, it's not great. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. I, I just thought of a Disney movie. It's actually on my honorable mention. It's Dumbo, with the acid trip mm. scene. That just kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. it didn't terrify me, but it was, I didn't want to watch it as a kid. I think that's like what Greg said, like Pinocchio a little bit when they go yeah. to Treasure Island. Yeah. 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 Or Pleasure Island, whatever the fuck they call it. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jarrett, what do you got? So this movie didn't really disturb me, but it disturbed so many people <laughs> back in like junior high, high school because they were idiots. Um, <laughs> Faces of Death. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good thing. I never saw it. Like, you couldn't... That was always one of the things that had the rumor of, like, you can't rent it anywhere. Like, mm. you have to be 17, <laughs> we rented, 20 to rent it. We rented and it. it's always checked out. We rented it. Like, you couldn't go to Blockbuster to rent it. Right. But you could go to, like... You could go to, like, the sketchy neighborhood one who, like, had... <laughs> The, the video store that like had the porno section and like didn't check IDs for any for already movies. Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, was it what was it just people dying? It was. It's a horror movie that is shot to make it look like it's pe- people dying. And the disturbing part is that all my idiot friends were like, "Oh my god, this is just pe- This is just a video of people dying." And I'm like, "Wait, do you honestly think this is real? It's not real. I thought it was real. No, it is not real. No, it's a it's a it's a movie shot." designed to look real but it is I've not never seen it. it is not actually it is not an actual snuff film that they rent out to children <laughs> as someone who has never seen it i always assumed it was people like post accident and they would go like nightcrawler style to like accidents that's i swear to god that's what i thought it was i had no idea i've never seen it I mean, I haven't seen this since high school, but no, it was like actual scenes. Like there was one scene of like a dude bungee jumping and the cord was too long and he just oh. he just hits the ground. <laughs> I mean, the problem is now that's like social media. Yeah, like exactly. you can yeah. watch that stuff on social media. I would prefer not to, but sure. No, but I'm, I've never seen it. We got to let's throw that on a Sunday night, you know, movie yes, night. The movie night. We'll just watch snuff films on. Uh... <laughs> Not, no, I was talking about faces of death, not actual people oh, dying. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with watching people get like hurt. Jesus. <laughs> but dude, not dude, okay. Have you watched MTV lately? It is nothing no. but the show called Ridiculousness, which is just a yeah. which is just people getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, but it's also like I gotta hear what's her name? Chanel West Coast laugh all the time, so I'm good. I yes. check out. Yes, she is the worst she's the worst human being alive. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> All right, Bobby, do you have a snuff film you want to talk no, about? No, I got no snuff. Uh, no, I got no snuff films. <laughs> <laughs> but just to kind of go back to Greg, because like he woke something up with Secret of Nim. The like Secret of Nim has like both like the cats and the rats that are like mm-hmm. fucking evil with like yellow teeth and like drool. It's a horror show. Because I did try to watch that within the last like ten years. I was trying to watch make my kids watch it. I'm like, I'm a terrible father. So yeah, like Secret of Nim is all screwed up too. Not like Return to Oz, Bobby, but whatever. What? Bobby, before you before you you know yeah. keep going, <laughs> proceed. Are is no one gonna talk about Atreyu's horse dying? Oh. That was a really scarred never by ending that. story. As much as I was like, that was a super bummer. Are you yeah, kidding I was me? Not scarred by by not Zoltan. I don't want to watch. I've, I don't think I've ever watched that movie as a kid. I watched it as a kid. I don't think I've seen it since because of that reason. It's good. What the? His fucking horse drowns to death, dude. He does in the in like the pit of despair or like the seas of sadness or something yeah, like as that. As he's trying to pull yeah, him, yeah. 
he's trying to pull him out crying. And I was like, this kid went through some shit. <laughs> like, I feel like a child can't really process that. And it, this kid probably thought his, thought his horse actually Well, you died. know what the other, like, if you're going down this road, like, the other fucked up scene in that movie was the one that he had to go between, like, the two phoenixes. But he had to, like, believe in himself mm -hmm. or he was going to get, like, killed by them by, like, laser beams yeah. from their eyes. Yeah, I guess that movie is pretty <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so look, hot take. Is that movie actually good though? The never ending yeah. story? We all have Yeah. Yeah. It's a good movie. We all have like love it when we were kids, but I don't know that it's actually a good movie. I mean sequel is certainly no, not but good. But you can't beat that first soundtrack though. It's like it's like that movie Legend with like Tom Cruise <laughs> and Tim Curry. Like the movie's not like the movie's like okay, but it's not gonna be like it's not gonna blow your mind. But it's still it's it's all right. Is there a horse that drowns to death? <laughs> In legend? Or in yeah, uh, no, but that's the unicorn gets his like <laughs> horn cut off. Whatever. Fuck. Anyway, go ahead. All right. <laughs> so um, if we're gonna kind of so we're in honorable mention territory here. Not that it matters, but like yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, if you have some honorable mentions, <clears throat> throw them out there. But this is let this me is just the last round, this so. is the last. I gotta get all this shit out now. <laughs> sure. Right. So let me let me begin with Jesus of Nazareth because that's fucked up. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing quite scarred me nearly as much as Jesus of Nazareth, but like that's a talk for another day. But the movie that I want to kind of put out there is not the first Exorcist, but it's Exorcist Three. Huh. So all right, so the Exorcist Three, starring Patrick Ewing. It's not like Patrick Ewing's in it; he's not starring it, but Samuel Jackson is in it. So it's a um, so at the end of the original Exorcist spoilers. The um, priest that is, like, removing the demon from um, the girl, um, you know, once, like, the main exorcist, Max von Sydow, like, dies, jumps into this priest's body. He jumps out the window. He kind of goes down a flight of steps, and then he dies. Gazuzu. Gazuzu? Bubzuzu. Whatever the guy's name is. Thank God bless you. you. <laughs> so in this movie, it turns out that that guy didn't die. They actually had him in, like, a, um, like a psych asylum. So all these like weird murders start coming up. Again, I assume you guys have not seen this movie. No, anyway, no. so it's 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 George C. Scott like stars as like the like lead detective who's like continuing a character that was in the first Exorcist movie. But like whenever you kind of like combine like mystery plus like Catholic religion being Catholic, like and you're kind of like drowning in all that guilt to begin with. So anything that has any sort of religious context is pretty screwed up. But the movie itself is not necessarily violent, but it has the presumption of violence in it. Meaning that you have those scenes that like the scene in your head that they're kind of leading you down the road to is way worse in your own head than they could possibly kind of show you. So it's it's very well done in that respect. This movie is actually out in, I think it's Amazon Prime right now. If you get like a chance, I would argue that this movie, because I've seen it within the past year, this movie's actually more, it's scarier than the first one, in my humble opinion. The first one's kind of like a little kind of gross and weird, and I saw that first one as yeah. a kid, but like this movie, as far as like emotional impact, fucked me up way more than that first Exorcist movie. So Exorcist 3, All I right. would throw on the table. And then just one more to kind of like throw in there, just for like a goof, is like Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's Fucking fucked Tyler. me up, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, that movie's a little screwed up for, like, other reasons, but I just want to throw that one out there. So, like, I'll end with a small bow. 
happen. That's it. That's, that's what I got. <laughs> that and Nightmare on Elm Street. That's oh, the I only thing that was on my list. Nightmare on Elm Street didn't scar you as a kid. You love. I that do, movie. but like that movie's pretty fucked up. And again, seeing it when I was like, I don't know, seven, it was like you know, <laughs> it's kind of messed up to begin with. But anyway, that's that's my. Question. I think the amount of movies your your parents let you watch is the most disturbing thing. It's that's insane. Come out of this it's insane. The stuff they would let me watch. All right, Tyler. I'm surprised. You got some honor- do you have any honorable mentions you want to mention? I do, yeah. I'm surprised. One of my, well, a couple of my things on my list are Nightmare on Elm Street, the series, you know, a lot of them, and then Friday the, ter- the 13th, which we watched. Anytime a new one came out, my brothers and our friends in the neighborhood would watch those repeatedly, and, and those were scary as shit. I'm surprised that, uh, were, were they just not scary? Did you guys not get scared by them or what? I don't remember seeing those as a child until I was a little older, mm-hmm. and it just seemed hokey to me. Yeah, oh, okay. for for that specifically, Nightmare on Elm Street bothered me, but again, I was able to compartmentalize. Like, okay, he can hurt me. Like, you know, you rationalize it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I have something on the next one that's kind of in that genre. But yeah, that that one didn't bother me that much. Well, the one I'll mention is Candyman, which is not a bad. It's not. It's not a scary movie, but. The act, you know, the you say Candyman in the Mirror five times it was. So we we watched the movie then almost would do that, but we would get too scared to actually do it. And so just any time <laughs> I would enter a bathroom, it wasn't the movie that really did it, but it's you go you enter a dark bathroom and you look at yourself in the mirror, I would just very quickly run out of there or, or turn on a light. Or, <laughs> it fucked me up for a handful of years after that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Candyman's up there for me too. That movie... I haven't seen it in a long time. I really want to watch the uh, the remake. Yeah, it's supposed to come out this year. Um, yeah, it was scary. Mm-hmm. Fucking bees. Yep. Yes, gave me like an irrational. You know, I was scared of bees. And he had like a claw. <laughs> Didn't he kill people with his claw? Yeah, man. He was yeah. like the hook man. Like the you know dragging it across your car. You hear something, mm-hmm. then you get home, and there's a hook hanging. For, you know that fucking urban Ooh. legend. Yep. All right, so I have, I have a couple. Tyler, is that it for you? Yeah, Jaws was on the list. Did I already say Jaws? That that. I still won't go deep in the ocean because of Jaws. So, <laughs> well, I know you and I talked about Jaws, and I had like an irrational fear of even the pool because of oh, Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Like in Arizona, you have um, people will put covers on their pool to keep them warm from the heat. Yeah. And my family would not always pull the cover all the way off, like if you just wanted to go into the shallow oh. end. And I was like, Nah, man, you got to pull that whole fucking thing off because I can't see what's over there. <laughs> Yeah. I remember thinking that, like, no, there's going to be... And then you would swim as fast as you could yeah. to, like, get out because you were like, they're, they're, he's for sure going to bite my feet. <laughs> like, Jaws is in Tucson, Arizona, in my grandma's pool. <laughs> I'm still certain of it. Yeah. Um, so I have a couple a couple honorable mentions. Um, a movie that came out in 2008, which shouldn't scare me because I was an adult, but I've talked about it on the podcast, Strangers. I know, mm. I'm sure Jarrett has seen it. I don't know that a lot of people have seen it. It was a smaller horror movie. Um, it was the premises that there's a couple who's out on a in a cabin. There, he's going to propose to her, and someone knocks on their door. They answer. She asks if someone home. No, they're not home. And she leaves. They're still there. But then it ends up being she was with uh, another woman and a man, and they're standing out in front of the house. Mm-hmm. And they then terrorize them for the night, end up killing them. And at the end, they ask, "Well, why are you doing this to us?" And their response is, "Well, you are home." Oh, so it was Jesus. like they were not they didn't have superpowers. They weren't the fucking candy man. They were just three psychopaths that like I knocked on your door, you answer, so now I'm, we're gonna kill you. God damn. So that that movie like 
kind of fucked me up where I didn't like to look out the window and I always hoped that I didn't see. I have an irrational fear of like looking out the window and someone popping up. <laughs> um, like like from Scream 3 when Nev Campbell's oh, yeah. mom fucking pops up. <laughs> so anyways, uh, Blair Witch Project is on there too because again, 99, I was like 18 or 19. I was convinced that shit was real and convinced those people actually got murdered by some witch out in the fucking woods and some assholes would always like make the little like wicker looking thing and like hang it around places and i was like you guys are assholes even though i'm 20 18 19 20 and i shouldn't believe in this stuff okay um but i think my final my final one was going to be jaws and the reason being as i just mentioned it is because it really i still think the fucking (laughs) jaws was in my grandma's (laughs) fucking pool like that created such a reaction as a child and I mean, I had I was like 10, yeah. 12. Like, you're old enough not to think that that's real. But I was genuinely worried that fucking Jaws was in the pool. And it still gives me, like, I've talked about it, too, I think, on the pod. Uh, bodies of water, like lakes, mm. where I'm still, like, iffy about going into them. And not that a shark is in a lake, but it, I'm more worried about crocodiles and alligators. But it still, <laughs> like, bothers me. And I think it stems all the way back from Jaws. Yeah. Even though I love that movie. Me too. Greg and Jarrett, we didn't let you guys, I, I forgot to mention, uh, honorable mentions. Greg, do you have anything you want to throw out there? Uh, same thing, Jaws. Um, uh, I remember always going to visit, um, I had an uh, uncle and aunt who lived in Kentucky and they lived on a lake. And God forbid something touched my foot in that fucking lake. <laughs> it is just like full on <laughs> swim to the shore. Like, I'm done. I'm not going back out there today. Like, forget this. Um, For sure. Another movie that messed me up because I saw it way too early was Beetlejuice. Like, mm. no, nah, man, what happened? Like, I, I got to understand what in Beetlejuice scared you. It was just because I watched it way too young. Like, I, I think I okay. caught it on something like HBO like that and not even at the beginning of it, but like, you know, partway through. And, and I think it was like, you know, when they I can't remember what scene it was. But like sandworms, probably, yeah. <laughs> that just messed me up. But um, yeah, those are okay. those are the two ones that kind of come to the surface. <laughs> All right, Jared, do you have any other ones you want to throw out there? Uh, so the two other ones I had was uh, <laughs> number one, Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I specifically was gonna bring that up, and then I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Somehow I forgot they 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 like electrocute the lady. Yeah. At the end, the elect- like I forgot about the the older lady who's using the electro th- shock yeah. therapy, and how terrifying that was. They give her the shock, and then uh, Jared Leto loses an arm, and uh, I remember that. Damon Wayans, Be- no, not Damon Wayans, uh, Marlon Wayans. Yeah, the Wayans. Marlon. Marlon Wayans ends up he's in jail, and then uh, nothing happens to Jennifer Connelly. Yes, she, she does. She goes to, to like that like- weird like <laughs> orgy, and she gets like. Yes, yeah, so, raped by somebody. Yes, yeah. Sarca- sarcasm, Rob. Oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> <You> fucking asshole. <laughs> Doesn't Jared Leto have like like a gaping wound from like he has doing? A, yeah, he has like a. Um, they have to cut his arm off. Yeah, uh, like he has like the wound from like where he kept putting the needle in, and yeah. then like it kept getting worse and worse, and they just they're like, yeah, oh. fuck it, take the arm off. <laughs> also, this is one of Damien's favorite movies too. Like, what in the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the other one I had is Hostile. Oh. <laughs> to this uh when they cut the guy's eye out. Oh god. Oh. To this day, Eastern Europe is still <laughs> I have still not been to Eastern Europe and I'm not going to lie like it's probably because of this movie. 
So like a whole like part of a continent is out. Exactly. Like like the Slovakia, Poland, like all like I'm like, nah, you know what? I'm sure there's nothing of interest there. Let's just skip it. <laughs> is Hostel one where they pull the guy's eye out and they cut the back of yeah, it? Yeah. It's I don't know wait, is the girl? There's like a Japanese girl. I don't fucking remember, dude. I th- <laughs> And Hostel Two is no better. Jeez. Speaking of cutting body parts. Mm. And I just thought of it right now. Did anybody else have like an irrational fear of walking upstairs because a pet cemetery and a little boy was going to come out and slit your fucking your uh, your Achilles tendon with a a scalpel? Did anybody else worry about that? Like I would get on beds even and like lift my feet up because I was like, this little fucker's under the bed. No, I was, I was dodging me? the clown from Poltergeist, so I didn't have time for that. Dude, dude, I don't. I think we're good. Like, I don't think we need to do another round. <laughs> no. I'm not, I, this is not an exaggeration. This brought up some shit. Like, I hadn't thought about the fly in a long time. I hadn't thought about poltergeist until yeah. recently. Pet Cemetery literally just came to me. Like, I'm good, man. Also, I just remembered that they made, does everyone else No, 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 this is, no. This is not, nothing, not a worse thing. They made a Saturday morning cartoon at a RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no, they did. Yes, they yeah. did. They did, they and they did the same thing did. with Rambo. Yes, they made a Rambo. Did nobody, did nobody think it was odd that it's a horror R-rated movie and they made toys for it? Like, I remember I couldn't find the big old robot from RoboCop 2. Like, I could never find that, and I really wanted it. Because I remember seeing that movie as, like, a 10-year-old. <laughs> I'd buy that for also, a dollar. Why didn't we do that? Like, we should do that as a long, like, format podcast. Why are we doing that stuff? What? RoboCop. What? RoboCop. I'm in. Like, dude, the list is super Let's long. Throw it like, on the list. <laughs> I mean, we're just recording another, now. <laughs> another movie I just thought about, too, and maybe nobody else thought it was scary, was uh, Cobra. The Stallone oh, nice. movie. Because, yeah. they, again, they were, like, hunting down, like, weren't they hunting down, like, serial killers who also, I feel like, were, like, satanic dudes and it has the weird looking dude with like the cheekbone dude that movie scared me too for some reason as a kid and i can't really think of why but i thought i thought that they were like trying to rape and murder people and like i don't know that's Am I the only one tyler said yes i i saw i don't remember many details i know i saw that at some point but only once and i remember stallone had a toothpick in his yeah. mouth the whole time that was, yeah. that Bridget was weird. Nielsen is like the, the main kind of like female yes. interest right yeah yeah now. Yeah, she's the one I think that they're trying to kill, and she gets away. And then the whole movie, they're trying to like he's protecting her. Mm-hmm. And X Files, I'm gonna put that lady's picture up. <laughs> no. She's gonna be my, my new uh, my new avatar <laughs> on fucking Discord. <laughs> no thanks. Oh man. Uh, all right, guys. This one was fun. Visceral. <laughs> yeah. Yes, very visceral. Yep. Cool. Cool. All right, guys. We'll be good. Jared, be safe. Don't, uh, I don't know, don't get killed by somebody you bring in your Vegas mask? or whatever people do in Vegas. Yeah, you gotta, they're, they're pretty good about it. Like, everyone's wearing masks. Yeah. Like, there's, they put plexiglass, like, fucking everywhere. So, yeah, they seem to be. Are you on two-week quarantine when you come What back? about, what? I mean, I don't leave my part anyway, so that's, <laughs> I'm always on <laughs> But, quarantine. like, is Nevada on the New York the... no-fly list? No, they're not on the no-fly list, but you're supposed to, you gotta self-quarantine when you come uh, home. But that was, that's not a big allegedly. deal. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, yeah. Jesus. All right, man. It looks like you got your beard straightened out from last podcast. So that's yeah, that's, yeah. It took me a while. It's hard. Cool. cool. All right, man. We'll tell Beth we said hi. And, uh, Shut the fuck up. We'll uh, we'll do it again next wow. week. All right, guys. All right. See, See you guys. 
All right, everyone, that was a fun episode. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Thanks to Greg, Jarrett, Rob, and Tyler for being on. Uh, I can imagine that this is going to have quite the conversation on social media. So definitely give us a follow on Instagram at The Morning Geekdom, Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. As we mentioned earlier, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts really help the, the pod grow. Um, so if you could do that, if you're enjoying the pod, definitely leave us a review. Tell a friend, tell 100 friends, rate, review, subscribe on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. And uh, be safe out there, okay? We'll do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Olden. <laughs>